praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Oh, I worship you, God. I worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. It would have been enough if all he'd have brought love, but he brought laughter. We heard about that in Sunday school, didn't we? Praise God. Amen. To the book of First Timothy chapter 3. First Timothy chapter 3. Verse 16. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. When you get there, say Amen. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up and to glory. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up and to glory. And I want to talk to you for a few moments from this thought. When God took on flesh, when God took on flesh. Father, we praise you again this morning, O God. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you would teach us thy way, O Lord. Lead us in the plain paths, O God, this day, Lord. Give our understanding and open our understanding that we may behold the wonders out of thy law, O God. We thank you again for your grace and mercy and long suffering towards us. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Amen. When God took on flesh. You know, someone says that this is the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Amen. And it is. You know, this is the time that we should, if no other time, we should receive understanding of knowledge and wisdom of Almighty God. It should be during this time because it seems like everything that God is, is unfolded to us during this time of year. Amen. We talk about love during this time of year. Seems like love just seems to radiate more during this time of year, and that's because God is love. We talk about joy. Amen. We get Christmas cards and things that is talking about joy. We get Christmas cards that talks about peace because He is the Prince of Peace. We get those Christmas cards about long suffering and goodness and gentleness and faith and meekness and tempers. All the fruits of the Spirit seems to flow during this time of the year, but it should not be just this time of the year. It should be 
every day of the year because we do not exalt one day above the other. Amen. For the things before Paul lets us know was types and shadows of that which was to come was Jesus Christ. Amen. So we celebrate uh, knowing in whom we have believed. We celebrate uh, with others. Amen. That they may have a clear understanding of what the meaning of this season is. Yes, I know that it's not about the Christmas tree. I know that it's not about the blinking lights. I know it's not about the gifts. Uh, but it is the most wonderful time of the year, amen, to reveal to a lost uh, and dying world. It is a time to reveal to those that are seeking for hope and looking for answers in their lives uh, to present to them the one uh, that, as Paul said, is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or, or think. Uh, it is time to make known to him. It is time to reveal to a lost world that the promise made to Abraham has now been revealed to you and to I. Amen. It is time to realize as Jesus, amen, told the serpent in Genesis 3.15 and I will put enmity between her seed and your seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Paul says that they didn't say seeds many but they said seed which means Jesus Christ. Therefore, Christ would destroy, amen, the works of Satan in the earth. But when the fullness of time was come, Paul said, God sent forth this Son, made of a woman, to redeem them that was under the law, that we might receive the spirit of adoption. From the time that man fell in the garden, God began to put in place a plan to seek and to save that which was lost. When you begin to read the Word of God, uh, you see that precept is upon precept, uh, and line is upon line. Here a little and there a little. Uh, amen. The doors are being opened uh, to the plans of God. Doors are open uh, as God begins to show you and I His plan. He gives us a vision. He gives us a little glimpse into the inside of the plan to be able to see what God is up but if we're not careful, we can miss his plan and his opening. Isaiah, one of the greatest prophets, began to unfold more than any of the prophets of old. Yes, David had talked about the Lord will come. They began to show us that Almighty God would rule himself in the flesh. But Isaiah began to talk to King Ahaz as the Lord sent him to Ahaz. And Isaiah chapter 7, verse 11, ask the a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depths or in the heights above, Isaiah said to Ahaz. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, Hear you now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to worry men, but you will not worry my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and bear a son 
and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah goes on and he began to say, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of all peace. That baby that many celebrate at this time of the year was not just a baby as we know a baby, even though he was the baby. Paul said he was God manifest in the flesh. Why would God take on flesh? The writer of Hebrews 2 says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. John says in 1 John 3, 8, For this purpose was the Son of God manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. You see, when you go back to Genesis 3, 15, God said the seed would destroy the head, or bruise the head of the serpent. And so now you can see he took on flesh and blood, just like you and I, to destroy the works of the devil. That's why sin should not have dominion and control over you if you have been born again of the water and the spirit. You see, the only way I have found you kill a snake is to kill his head. If you don't bruise his head and kill him, you do not kill him. You can chop him in half, but as long as he's got his head, he's still dangerous. He's still alive. And if he bites you, you're just as dead. <laughs> That's why you must bruise his head. You must hit him on his head. Amen. You must kill him. Amen. So he was took on flesh and blood, as Hebrews 2, 14 says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had power of death, that is, the devil, amen. So God took on flesh and blood, Philippians 2, 5, 11, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and been found in fashion of a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God has highly exalted him and hath given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let all the nations be gathered together 
and let the people be assembled, Isaiah said. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say it is truth. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared... And I have saved. I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am He. And there is none that can declare out of my, deliver out of my hand. I will work and who will let me? He is Lord. He is the Savior of the world. Amen. The God of all creation robed in himself uh, and flesh uh, and came to this earth to seek uh, and to save that which was lost, uh, which was you and me. If he did it for no one else, uh, he did it for me. He came to bruise Satan. He came to set me free. He came to deliver. God manifest uh, in the flesh. Uh, he was declared. Uh, he was made visible. He was made known. That which was hidden from generation and ages is now made manifest to you and to I. Amen. As Luke told Mary in Luke one thirty five, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born to thee shall be called the Son of God. Notice, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and overshadow thee. Therefore, that holy thing which shall be born unto thee shall be called the Son of God. You don't birth God's children by natural means. God's children are birthed by the Holy Ghost. This is why Paul says in Romans 89, if any man have not the Spirit of God, he is none of his. This is why Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3, you must be born again of the water and the Spirit. It is not a natural birth. It is a spiritual birth. Amen. That's why Mary was confused. She says, how can this be? Seeing I know not a man. He said the Holy Ghost which come upon you and overshadow you. Therefore also that holy thing which is born of you shall be called the sons of God. Matthew wrote, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted in, God with us and without contra 
controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. He was declared. He was made visible. He was made known. That which was hidden, Paul says, from ages to ages has now been revealed and manifest to you and I. John says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show to you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested to you and I. Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians 1, 25. I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill God's word. Even the mystery which was had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He was manifested. The Word was made manifest. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the light was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but he bore witness of the light, that true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. And he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came to his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, which was born, not of blood, not of flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ says, no man have seen God at any times. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. Jesus says in John 8.55, if I say that I know Him not, I shall be a liar like unto you, but I know Him. Oh yes, I know Him. Do you know Him? Jesus asked His disciples, who do they say I, the Son of Man, am? They say, some say you're John the Baptist, or Jeremiah, or Elijah, or one of the old prophets. He said, but who do you say that I 
them. Simon Peter says, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now to him, Paul writes to the church at Rome 16, to have power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandments, the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith to God be wise, be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Romans 16, 25 through 26. Now to him that is a power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. Notice, which was kept secret since the world began. But now is made manifest. Amen. And by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandments of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith to God only wise be glory. Through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Paul says it was hid. It was hidden. Amen. They didn't realize. He says if they had realized who they killed, they would not have killed the Lord of glory. It was hidden from the beginning. From the creation. He that has created all things for his pleasure. Almighty God, when the world was dark and void, which stepped out and said, let there be light. And there was light. That which was hidden from the beginning is now revealed to you and I through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And without controversy, Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. Paul right into the church at Galatians. Chapter 4, and when the fullness of time was fully come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that was under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, he, he, Ephesians 1, verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together and one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth even in him and whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will that we should be the praise of his glory who first trusted in him 
come. The Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. The Logos, the plan, the thought, the purpose took on human flesh. It was not just a lot of baby in the, in the manger. That was Almighty God robed in flesh coming to seek and to save that which was lost. And there was in the same country shepherds keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord appeared unto them, and the light shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, for there is born to you today in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swelling clothes, lying in a manger. Amen. It was foretold and it came to pass. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little, and without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness, but no more. It has been revealed in the face of Jesus Christ. God is no longer hid. He is made known to you, and you can run to him. You can come to him. You can talk to him. You can call to him. He will deliver you. John says in 1 John 5, 20, and we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. It was hidden, but no more. No more excuses. No more reason to be sad. No more reason to worry anymore. Because Almighty God has come to seek and to save that which was lost, which was you and me, and he has made a way where there seemed to be no way. When God took on flesh, he became like you and I to give us an example so that we will know how to live. Praise God. Let's stand this morning. Whoa! And without controversy. Great! Is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angel, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. And one day we will be with him forever and ever. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Praise God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. The mighty God is Jesus. The Prince of Peace is He. The everlasting Father. The King eternally. The wonderful and wisdom. By whom all things were made.